version of Anthony Davis and the Lakers in that bubble. All of a sudden, because certain other teams didn't win it. Yo, imagine Nuggets fans had they won that bubble ring. They would be bragging about it. It would count. It, w- it would count. So just say it's the fact that the Lakers won and niggas just don't like, and people just don't like the Lakers. And people just don't like the Lakers. No, they don't. And like, I am one of those people who hate the Lakers. But I respect that ring. Like, that's a championship ring. Like, a championship man, ring is a championship ring. Listen, they, you know, they got to go back to the, the fans argument. Fans are in the stands. Oh, one argument was, hey, well, fans do impact, you know, player performances, shooting percentages and all that. Yo, dog, no, no, they don't. No, no, they don't. That's that three is going to either swish or not swish, whether you are in the stands or not. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of that. I say that ring counts. I know people like to discredit that Lakers bubble ring, but I am not one of those people. So I don't really understand how one could say the ring don't count. Here's why. Okay, so so let's just say. All right, let's just say this, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's just say let let's just say that someone loses a game seven, like the better team, like in a regular NBA season, a better team has to go on a, a row, like a team who's oh you know let's just say you're up three two, but you got to go to Golden State. Golden okay. State feeds off that that crowd. You lose that game, that game six. You come yep. home for your game seven. Golden State beats you. At, at, in your house, game seven, right? Let's just play, yeah, play that yeah, scenario, yeah. right? That's I'm a here. normal scenario we've seen happen yep. plenty of times. So imagine if there is no travel, there is no crowd affecting it. It is, yo, now your best basketball players have to beat my best basketball players four straight times. Four, four times, not even straight, four times. It's basketball in its purest form. And they were saying that Essentially, that was just summer runs. Dog, that's like some of the purest basketball you will ever find. What? Well, you know, people try to discredit Braun whenever they can. That's so, more of a that's, that's more so of a Braun argument. argument. Going forward, going because really that 2020 year was a year where legends won a lot of rings. It wasn't just Braun. Brady won a ring. The, uh, was that Sue Bird? Seattle won a ring that year. Yeah. Like that was a year for it was Legends was doing legendary shit because that was unprecedented times and it woke up something in them. I agree. Listen, I think I think the the discredit of the 2020 bubble is more of a LeBron hate argument. More LeBron so Lakers than, hate. Like, yeah, I would say it's more LeBron than Le- I'm never I'm just never gonna respect it. All right, all right cool. Just say cool. that. Because Lou Williams was, I think, didn't he just say something to the effect of, yeah, once we realized people weren't going to respect, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So I think Lou Williams said, like, we took our foot off the gas because we realized that people would not respect us if we won the championship in the bubble. And I was like, what? Yeah. So so, so everyone's saying, oh, the 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 bubble ring doesn't count. No, what y'all are basically, what what y'all aren't hearing is Lou Williams is basically saying, yo, the Clippers quit. The Clippers got to the bubble and quit. Don't use that as your argument. That's because, crazy. Listen, how many teams make the playoffs in the NBA? 12? Six, six, six on each side? Uh, 16. 16. Yo, all I know is 16 teams had a chance to win a win an NBA championship. One of those teams decided to walk in there and quit. And ask ask your favorite team, would they have would they if they could go back in time and win that championship, would they take it? Like yeah. ask ask Portland fans, hey, would you take that bubble ring over having nothing and Dame leaving to Milwaukee? 
yo, if you're a Portland fan, you can't even, if anything, you should be on the Lakers side of this argument because who was, who were the crybabies that said we have to play an end season tournament to determine the last couple of seeds because we didn't get a chance to finish out the regular season. One of those was the Portland Trailblazers. I know all y'all remember that speech. Yeah. I know all y'all remember. So I don't want to hear this. Listen, from here on out, this is going to be my argument. If you say LeBron and the Lakers ring does not count, then please tell me at this with, with the same argument, Tom Brady's ring with Tampa does not count either. Yeah. I, I'm, and and, and ask, De- ask Booker, Devin Booker, would he prefer to win that bubble ring compared to losing to Giannis a year later? Now look at him. Now don't look even at know, him. You don't even know when the next time you really might see it, you know, NBA Finals again. Listen, and Nuggets fans, here's my here's my next thing. Y'all were the best team in the league last year. Y'all, while there may have been questions on maybe some of the Timberwolves' health, so on and so forth, y'all were the best team in the NBA postseason last year. Y'all were rightfully champions. I don't really think anyone can even really doubt that y'all were the best team last year. But the thing about making it to the top is it's different. It's different. So all I'm going to say to you Nuggets fans out here, I know y'all start the season off hot. Y'all look good. Before y'all really start barking up this repeat or three-peat talk, slow your roll. Well, Nuggets slow are first roll. in the West now, right? They are. It's Nuggets and the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. I had to throw that in there. Yeah, Mavericks don't look bad. We're going to talk about it, but slow your roll before y'all really get into that repeat, three-peat talk. One of my arguments to my man was because my man started my man started talking. He was basically saying, "Yo, y'all gonna be sick with the Nuggets three P." And I said, "Three P, three P." Hey, yo, a whole lot can happen in the next two years. My argument, my exact response was, "Yo, the KD Warriors super team didn't win a didn't do a three P, and you expect the Nuggets to listen." And Nuggets fans, before y'all discredit that bubble ring. Just remember, there were two years in between that bubble ring. Well, there's three, two other champions before y'all won that chip. And y'all had every opportunity to win both of those chips because y'all were in that playoff, in, in both of those playoffs. And y'all going to hit me with, with the mom, man, with her. We were starting some, some combinado and some, hey, dog. I go back, I go back and say, look at, look at the supporting cast that from the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, from the Eastern Conference in 2018. That's one of the nastiest rosters that's ever made an NBA Disgusting. final. Disgusting. If you really we, want to take back, we go to those seven NBA finals. Yo, he tr- he tried to say uh, Bron's supporting cast in 2018 was better than Jokic's supporting cast uh, the year the uh, the year the Warriors won a couple years ago. Dog, Michael Porter Jr. would have been the third scorer on that 2018 team. He he was naming it by person by player player by player player by player. He was naming him. I was like, bro, what are we talking about here? What are we talking? See, this, is, this is why we can't give people nice things, right? This is why people who are accustomed to losing should not be allowed to win. Because you're not at. Bro, I was trying to tell him that, like, yo, dog, you are really wet behind the years of, like, winning. Like, my franchise, we got swept. We said y'all were the better team. Now we're on to next year trying to win number 18. Y'all are still stuck on the one you didn't win a couple years ago. This is why. This is why. Well, the Detroit Lions can't win the Super Bowl. So I think there's, there's, in my opinion, there's like an evolution to winning a professional championship from like when you're trying, when you're going from no, like, uh, 
non-contender to like champion. You have to go through the building stage. Then yep. you got to go through the, then you got to have the we're here year when y'all make yep. a statement. Then you have to go through the, okay, now that we're here, we kind of got to figure this out because teams are starting to have to figure us out because we're getting better. Yep. You got to go through a few years of that. Then you go through the, okay, we figured out how we figured out how they figured us out. Now we're just trying to figure out how to win. And now you got to go through some adversity, adversity. I don't think the Detroit Lions have went through the adversity yet to where the Detroit Lions have been through 30 years of adversity. I'm t- well, no, that was that that was in they were bad. Now, yeah. this is I would well, say last year was their their here year. This is the OK. Now the league has to start figuring them out yet. And they're in the part of that in that where like the league quite hasn't figured it out yet. They're still yeah. trying to f- figure it out. But no one has. And I think once they well, play someone who does. Say what you want. Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. Jared Goff has been here before. Yes. And that I, might I be the most important piece. Jared Goff has been there before. Great point. He's he has been there before and he's yo, know, he's been playing very, very, very well. So um that's a that's a that's a great point. That's a great point. I, here's my thing with the Lions, though. I think in the NFC, you look at the 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 Niners. Depending on who you are, I don't look at the Niners like that. But you look at the Niners, the Cowboys, and of course the Eagles. And then I feel like Detroit's that that team that's kind of scratching, yes. and and they're like, rah, rah, we're serious too. And the top three are just like, we'll believe it when we see it. Yes, I'm trying to think of the equivalent in the they're the Chargers of the NFC. No, no, no. no. Who are they? Who are the? Who are their? AFC they are. Champions? They are the Jags. Uh, no, they they are the Bengals. A few years, the year before they went to the Super Bowl. So they're the Bengals. Joe Burrow's rookie year because they went to the Super Bowl his second year. Correct? Yeah. No, because he blew his knee out his rookie year. No, didn't he blow his knee out his rookie year against the Commanders? Because Chase Young, I was like week three. He might be right. He might have been like week six, seven. I, I think. He yeah. So, so mm, okay. I, I got it. They are the Chiefs the year, two years before they went to the Super Bowl. So okay. Two years before they won the Super Bowl. Because okay. you remember, they went to two or three AFC championship games where Tom beat them on like the last play. Okay. And I think that's where that's where they're at. Because remember, at that last time, Tom beat them like as a Patriot, he re upped. Then Tom left. And then the AFC has been his ever since. Ever since. Ever since, I think. Listen, I think if you're a Detroit fan, uh, you should be excited. But I think if you're a Detroit fan, a playoff victory, you should feel really good about the season. And if you have a chance to get the, they have a chance to get the one seed. Like they have a legitimate shot at the one seed. If you if you get to the NFC Championship game, dream season. Make it to the Super Bowl. Hey, fuck it, let's let's do this. Let's let's do this. I think the and we'll talk about this later. But I, I really do think the Lions could grab the one seat like legit based off their schedule. Their schedule is so easy compared to the other contenders. Like the other top three teams, they have a stretch or stretches where it's really tough. And it's like for the Lions, it's like the Vikings twice. No offense. They have the Packers. They have like the Bears twice. Like they have a they have a bunch of games that they can win and win easily and have the inside track to the one seat. They're the Lions. Yes, but <clears throat> It's always it's it's all it's always those they got an easy straight to schedule teams 
that start pissing some things down their leg. That's true. Last week was one of their hardest. You have legit two hard games. They have the Broncos in Detroit, and then they have to go to Dallas the week after Christmas. Like those are their only like two games that you're like, uh, maybe they can lose those. They have the. I would say. I would. I would say there's at least really there's at least three, four tough games. Both of the Vikings games, one of those Bears games, they'll like to be the game in Chicago, whichever the second game is. Whichever the second of those matchups yep, is. The second game is December 10th in Chicago. Yeah, so that'll be a tough game for them because they're going to beat the Bears in Detroit and the Bears are going to want their get back. And don't sleep on that Packers game. It may be in Detroit, but we ain't going to be too happy about how they did us last time we saw them on that on that Thursday. Uh, I'm Thursday rooting for you. So. Eagles need as much help as they can get for the one seed, so I'm rooting for you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 122 of Speak Oh, We're about to talk about these Eagles here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am one of your hosts, you know, the bro with the fro, the resident DJ around this spot, Los D-Mix, here with the smoothest bald head on the East Coast. My man, my brother, Danny Ocean, how you doing, brother, man? We living, we living. I, we living. Listen, let me ask you something. Were you able to hear the full episode of Demix upstairs? I did not. I started. I was at work. It's, and it's a long two hours. That's the longest I've ever sat there and, and spun some But music. what I have heard is elite. You're really good at this. Hey man, I'm 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 happy at the progression I've made. And now I, I think now. A week ago, we talked about like the evolution of the DJ brand. In the past seven days, particularly since I kind of released that first, that was the first public mix I've ever put out there. It's funny because you probably heard so many of mine. Yes. Uh, but that's the first one I've made public. From when I've dropped that one, like a bulb has been going off in my head. Like, yo, I really got to, this is like, this is the LLC. I have to build this out. And so. So what has been, what has been the public response to the to the one you released last week? Well, that's the thing. The ones, the ones who have told me they've listened to it have said they like really, really like it, like really like it. Um, but I think more people need to hear it. So that's the thing. So we need to boost it some more. Well, we need to boost it some more. But I also, I also think that there's got to be. I think I got to build more around the brand, so then that more people will naturally, instinctively, because even if they come in, like, what are they coming into? That's yeah. what I got. That's what that's what so that's what, I think that's the next evolution. So I know we talked we talked with you know our homegirl uh Dina, who I actually texted her not not too long before I got on here about potentially helping out with like a logo or something. But I'm also just chatting with some of my people in my close close circle about this and about like what do you think could could be helpful? Because I think what I th- what I think would be helpful for me now is to just start doing more gigs. Like I just gotta gotta start getting more gigs. But I think the only way to get more gigs is you got to meet more like bar managers, people, people, stuff like that. And the only thing, so now you got to think about, all right, but what does that interaction look like? I can tell them, Hey, I'm X, Y, and Z, but like, if I don't have something tangible for them to have, so they can come back to, that's what I feel like I need. So I'm thinking oh, mini champion and that's too expensive. Mini championship belts with the QR code to your site. That'd be fire. That's I know. Expensive. Oh, I know. But I'm thinking maybe it's maybe it's just like a maybe it's like a card with a QR code. Um, I keep going back. I keep going back to this. 
had I just that definitely could be the muse. What if that, but instead of a card, I think we talk about like it being like a sticker. Yeah, something. But I also want to keep it in the same realm as like our speak on it logo, but just maybe mm-hmm. with a smidge more like WWE wrestling in it. So yeah. We'll keep it. We'll, we'll listen as the evolution comes. I will let y'all know, but I, I will say if if y'all did not hear or if you weren't, if you don't follow me on IG or on socials, the I actually recorded the mix upstairs live that episode that was live. Uh, so if you follow me on IG, you may have saw me go live on like mm-hmm. Thursday. That was that's essentially that that same mix. Uh, shout out and fuck you, Instagram for starting and unstarting my live uh oh did it go too long yeah it was going too long a little copyright um okay i gotta get i gotta i gotta i gotta get this twitch set up going either that or i gotta really start streaming on tiktok but the only thing about on tiktok is you need a certain number of followers and i don't have it yet like i need 100 followers how many followers do you have on tiktok maybe like 40 50 or 60 so we need to build so why don't you plug in your TikTok right now? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to plug in. Let's plug in all of our socials at the top at the top of the, the show. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're following. First and foremost, make sure you're following the podcast. Speak on an underscore pod on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. The content is there, people. We are we are posting. Show us some love. Make sure you're commenting. Make sure you're letting us know uh, what you're fucking with, what you're not fucking with. Make sure you follow the boy, me, at Los D-Mix. That's L-O-S-D-E-E-M-I-X on Instagram. Twitter, Twitch, um, YouTube, uh, TikTok. That is where a lot of my DJ content will be and where I'm going to be posting. So I think once I kind of figure out this full uh, setup for Twitch, y'all will be seeing me live at least once a week. Um, And then hopefully, you know, once I get enough TikTok followers, I can do one Twitch stream and one TikTok stream a week. Just spinning. We'll see. How about that? If he gets to 100 followers, he will do a live session to celebrate. I like it. I like it. Is that Let the people know mild? where to find you, my man. First of all, is that a black and mild? Has it been that kind of day? Is that a wood tip or a plastic tip? Take a guess. I, don't tell me you're smoking on the wood. No, nah, it looked look plastic. I was like, look plastic from here. You find me in the burn app, Danny Ocean 41. Uh, D, you ready to get started? You smoking a black. I know you about to talk some mad cash. I ain't never seen you smoke a black. I just ain't did on camera. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, speak on it 122. Where are we starting at today, my brother? Uh, I think we already kind of covered week 10 in the NFL, so we're going to dive a little bit deeper. Before we talk about anything important. Before we start, I got one thing before we start. Yeah. Rojo, if you're hearing this, get your ass in this <laughs> chat. We gonna get when we get to the fantasy section, Rojo. I'm on your ass, Paul. I'm on your ass. Go ahead, my brother. Uh, I can't. We we gonna fast forward just to get to the fantasy because yes, we have a lot to talk about. I did a lot of great things this week. Um. Any surprises? I know we talked about the Lions getting the one seed and some other stuff. Any surprise win or losses, wins or losses for you outside of last night? This is, oh man, this may be a biased pick. Green Bay. I don't understand. This isn't a bad football team. It's they're, not. It, it's really not. They're just not a good football team. 
But are they a good football? Are they not a good football team because they make bad plays, or are they just not a good football team because they're just not a good football team? Well, it seems like Jordan Love is your guy, and that's the hardest part. You seem like you got the hardest part figured out. I would say some of the throws I've I've been seeing him make, like there's real progression week over week with this guy. Here's where here's my biggest thing. Packers. When this season ends and free agency begins, I know there's a stigma we have on paying wide receivers, but I want you to go to T. Higgins' agent and just hand him a blank check and say, let us make you the highest paid wide receiver in the league. Or I'll do you one better. You trade for Stephon Diggs. No. You don't want Stephon Diggs? I do, but. You don't, I mean. at the rate the bills are going, he's gonna hang, you can get him for pennies on the dollar. When's the NFL trade deadline? It's already okay. passed. I'm talking yeah. about for the free agency. The look, man, I don't know if you saw what uh Trayvon Diggs was talking about on Twitter today. He's essentially doing his best to get his brother out of Buffalo. Did you see that? No. So Diggs tweeted last last night, I believe. Yeah, get my brother out of there. And then this morning he tweeted. He was essentially saying Josh Allen ain't pop off like that till Diggs got there. Oh, Trayvon has been. He's not wrong, though. He's not. And that's the funny part. He's not wrong. He's but not I would wrong. also say this. Yo, take anybody, take any top five wide receiver off that team and see what they look like. Trust me. I know. Hey, man. Diggs to Green Bay sounds good to me because I don't want to see digs in dallas i'm with buffalo fans as someone who has josh allen and stefan Diggs in a league it's frustrating it's it's absolutely frustrating because the bills will be cooking and then they'll just be like a bonehead turnover and there's at the at the at the midst of this in the middle of this is the same culprit when it comes to these mistakes it's josh allen it's always josh Fumble or a, a a crazy some of the picks I, I don't blame quarterbacks for like tip balls or like receivers and like that's those aren't interceptions I but like some of interceptions Josh Allen throws I'm genuinely just confused who are you looking at I heard someone say that Josh Allen plays every game as if he's trying to make up for that uh, AFC championship loss and it makes so much sense like every single game it feels like he's trying to do everything it's like chill out dog. I think there are two types of Josh Allen plays. The Josh Allen, the Josh Allen plays, and you know what Josh Allen plays. I'm talking about oh, them Josh Allen plays. And then the Josh Allen plays like that one playoff game against Houston. Oh, I saw someone post that clip today on Twitter when he tried to lateral the ball and dude had to smack it out of bounds. Like, no, you can't do that. That's a penalty. That's a flag, Josh. Can't do that. <laughs> Son, that play against the Texans, and if you're a football fan, you know which one I'm talking about. No Easily point. one of the funniest football plays maybe ever. One of the funniest up, games ever. Up there with Dallas trying to trying to have Zeke. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know what? Low key is a up there with Chuck Pagano and the fucking punt. <laughs> you know what? Oh god! You know what? Low key up one there the with funniest the butt games. <laughs> butt fumble. Remember when the um Colts played the Chiefs and the Chiefs were up big and Andrew Luck came all the way back. That game was hilarious. That was the moment Andy Reid said, Andy Smith, said you got to get the fuck up out of here. Alex, he said, yo, Alex Smith, you don't have to leave this facility 
but you got to get the fuck up out of here. Just know we drafting your replacement. D- yeah. Just know. Man, and they oh, traded right. up to go get they traded up to go get Mahomes too. They said, now we are not dealing with this shit. It's, no it still amazes more. me that the Bears said, nah, we want Maserati Mitch. I mean, that's good for you because Mahomes ain't in the NFC North. Yeah, he'd be a bad man in that uh well, yeah, no, he'd be a bad man in that Chicago wind. Yeah, his his arm is not affected by weather. What were your thoughts when you saw that kick from Buff? I mean, from D- uh, Denver to win the game? Hilarity. I'm not a big. I'm one of the few people. I'm not a big fan of the Manning cast. Like it's okay, but I was on the Manning cast. There's nothing that's funnier than watching Peyton Manning Peyton? watch awful football. He can't stand it. He can't stand it. He gets so angry. And Eli's like, "Oh man, this is great." And Peyton is about to blow up. Peyton about there. Yeah, Peyton is like, he missed it. Did you see? I saw the clip in the third quarter. Josh did something, and Peyton was like, "Yeah, this is over." Like it was eleven <laughs> minutes in the third, and Josh did something, and Peyton was like, "Yeah, this game is over." <laughs> listen, listen. I think every week I'm gonna come in here and say this: if you want to watch, if you want to watch like what real like football heads think about football, watch watch Monday Night Football. Watch either watch you can either listen to Troy Aikman talk about bad quarterback yes. play or watch Peyton and Eli and just do nothing but watch Peyton Manning. Do, do don't let don't just watch Peyton Manning. You'll know true quarterback play from asinine quarterback play. Peyton be up there like hot. Then we, listen, you know he get hot because he got to start explaining it. He got to get up. This, this you way, have no you have like, no timeouts. What are you doing? What are you doing? He gets to, to say an Eli name a lot. Eli, 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 look. <laughs> Eli. Because Eli, because you know, the safety was in the corner, so all he had to do was put it on the other end. I don't know what he's looking at, Eli. Oh, I know the play. It was, I think it was a third nine. Josh Allen evades the rush. He scrambles and digs this cross in the middle wide open, and Allen missed him. And Peyton was like, yeah, this game over. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. If I wasn't paid to be here, I would not be here. Listen, but you want to know the most NFL thing about this whole situation is we woke up on Tuesday morning. You know who got the boot? Not Josh Allen. offensive coordinator. Sean McDermott is wilding. That is the most NFL. Listen, if you want to know the hierarchy of the NFL, just know when things are going bad, that offensive coordinator is the first one to go. The offensive or defensive coordinator is the first one to go before your best player. I mean, he fired Leslie Frazier last year, and they had a top three defense. Where is Leslie Frazier? Uh, is he in Minnesota? He might be. That's oh, crazy. But yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't get that. Listen, how many more years you could think Sean McDermott got before? Oh, this is it. This is if they. Where is he at now? I don't think he's coaching right now. No, he is not. Um, if they miss the playoffs, Sean McDermott is gone. That's a wrap. Ain't no one else to fire. You know, fired your defensive coordinator last year. Now you're in charge of the defense. You just fired your offensive coordinator. Even though I don't know why he didn't tell Josh to throw three picks and fumble once. Anyway, who else is there left to fire? It's you, Josh Allen. It's easier to find another Sean McDermott compared to a Josh Allen. Easier to find because Josh has shown he can do it. And once you've shown you can do it, I mean, look at um, what's old boy Matt Flynn. He did it one game. But this is my thing. If you're Sean McDermott, you got an argument, brother. Yeah, if you're Sean McDermott, you sound a lot like Trayvon Diggs, <laughs> brother. Let me tell you something. 
we brought we brought 14 in, you started kicking up. But before 14, this is this is this is the Bills offseason, and this is gonna tie into another New York team. Dable about to lose his job. Okay. No, he's not. Sean McDermott is about to lose his job. Buffalo's gonna call Brian Dable and say, Hey man, we had a good thing. Our bad. Come over here. And Brian Dayball will be back in Buffalo as the head coach. No. You don't think Dayball's gonna lose his job? I'm glad. Let's talk about the Giants since we're here. The Giants are a really, really bad team. Awful. It, it, it saddens me to watch them play. Brian Dayball is not fully to blame for this. The Giants are last year, the Giants knew they were in a rebuild year. What they didn't know was that bringing Coach Dayball in would would be that much of a step forward. They yeah. were way too ahead of a schedule on their rebuild. The Giants knew it. The only people who didn't want to accept it was Coach Dayball and the players, rightfully so. You want to go win a championship. Absolutely. Okay. We can accept that, right? The Giants are ahead of schedule. Okay. They were what ahead happened? of schedule. They were ahead of schedule. But what happens is when you're ahead of schedule, like they were, you don't get the draft capital that they needed to really help build around Daniel Jones the way they really, really need to. So you come into this year not not being able to build the way you should have been able to build in the draft. One because you, I mean, your scouting department isn't really, um, you, your scouting department isn't really doing what they're supposed to do. But two, you're not developing the way you're supposed to. And that now you come into hard. year two. The team, the team is performing how the second year of a rebuild would look like. Here's the thing, especially after you lose your starting quarterback, you can't get throttled like that. You can be competitive, but there's a there's a play yesterday for I saw uh, it was a run play for Saquon, and I tell you the offensive guard is looking in the wrong direction. It's a run play. He's looking at Saquon like he's going to tackle him. No, 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 no. Brian Dayball about to lose his job. No. The way he acts on the sideline, the ineptitude. It was probably it was his. I don't know whose idea it was to sign Daniel Jones to that deal. Someone's head is going to roll, and it's going to be nah. painful. But, yo, so, but here's the thing: if you're Brian Dayball, how do you? Even, how can you judge Brian da Brian Dayball's job is offense, right? Right. That's what he's brought in to do. If you're the GM, how can you even judge this team when you really haven't been able to see this offense well, at full capacity? Because every time somebody's hurt, or you don't even have the line to be able to keep your quarterback upright, yo, Daniel Jones is out there in hell, dog. The team wasn't good with Daniel Jones. The team wasn't good with That's Tyrod Taylor. That's not true. They That's were good. good. They won enough games to make it to the playoffs and then beat a division champion. That oh, you mean I'm talking about this year? Yes. This, but that, that's what I'm saying. You can't. The results of this year are a domino effect of the the ahead of schedule that they were last year. They okay. are reaping the misfortunate benefits of their success last year. Listen to some of these losses. 40 to nothing. 30 to, to 12. 24 to, to 3. 31 to 16. 30 to 6. 49 to 17. You cannot get your ass beat like that. And we're not even, we barely halfway through the season. You've gotten your ass kicked every other week. And not losing like by three or four points. You're losing by multiple scores with or without Daniel Jones. You cannot you do that. that. But but last year when y'all were winning games that y'all were probably may have lost the same way y'all did this year, had some things 
gone, you know, not gone y'all's way, y'all weren't saying anything. Y'all weren't questioning my coaching then. Three, four, I'm trying to count five, six games where you have lost by multiple touchdowns. I'm going to go out on a very strong limb that no other team in the NFL has more than two. That could be that that could be very true. Like but tell me how many teams not be getting your ass kicked like that. But there weren't many teams coming into the season that were probably in a position that the New York Giants are in. The New York Giants are in NFL purgatory from last year, and they are reaping the benefits. I mean, the misfortunate benefits of it this year. And then you go look at a team like the Vikings, who said, "Hey, let's go get Josh Dobbs." You could have got Josh Dobbs. The Jets, same boat as the Jets. You could have got Josh. But you're talking about two teams. You're talking. You're talking about the Jets, who are just a quarterback away. The teams yep. there, they're a quarterback away. Game one, they lost their quarterback. Now they're essentially back to where they were last year. The Vikings again. I mean, Salah's job ain't safe. Well, the, Robert Salah's job's not safe. Again, I would say how how can you really judge Robert <laughs> Salah and the Jets when you haven't even really seen what this Jets team could really look like? For Robert Sala, it's not that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. It's the fact that you stuck by Zach Wilson this entire time. Like, Listen. we know Zach Wilson is not good. It's one thing to try and fail, right? It's one thing to sign Carson Wentz, and it doesn't work out. You can go to your owner and say, hey, man, we tried. It just wasn't in our favor. It's the, we are not going to do anything. We're going, we believe in Zach Wilson. Dog, your defense has to hold every professional team to no, nine points. Not- Salah's Salah's job is safe. I, I I'm I not saying he's going to get fired, but he is on his seat is hotter than I think we recognize. And I will say this about quarterbacks and why organizations stick with them. Thirty-two teams start a quarterback every Sunday. Correct. Not all thirty-two of those teams have starting quarterbacks. Let me ask you a question. You cut Zach Wilson tomorrow. Who picking him up on a waiver wire in the NFL? Who signing him? Brother, Maybe Sean McVay. I don't I've, know. I've seen Sam Donald and Carson Wentz continuously get jobs. I'm just saying, who out here clamoring for Zach Wilson? Somebody will. Because if they were, they would have traded for him this offseason. Because the Jets would have gave again. Him. I'm gonna go back to. I'm gonna go back and say, teams, you're more inclined to stick with a quarterback, especially depending on the draft capital, because because 32 teams start. A quarterback every Sunday, but not all 32 have starting quarterbacks. There is probably 13, 13 to 15 legit starting NFL quarterbacks. Let me ask you. This there are 32 question. teams. That means close to half of the league are looking at their quarterbacks saying, motherfucker, if I got rid of you, let me, if all right, I then, got you up out of here. Let me rephrase the shit question. Might turn around. Who would you take over Zach Wills? I mean. Like, what quarterback would you bench for Zach Wilson? Who? Of the starting quarterbacks? Out of the starting quarterbacks, who would you bench for Zach Wilson? I would put him in that Bryce Young category. I'd get Bryce Young out of here. I'd bench Bryce Young. Really? Bryce Young has played nine games. Zach Wilson has had three years. You going to bench Bryce Young? You think if, Zach going to do better than Bryce? If I'm in year two and Bryce Young really hasn't done anything and Zach Wilson's I'm out there. About, I'm it, talking about right it, now. Dude. Right now. Who would you bench Zach Wilson for? Well, probably, I mean, who probably, would you bench? 
to start. Probably, yeah, probably game. maybe. I mean, not many quarterbacks because I've seen what Zach Wilson has played like this year. But I'm not talking about necessarily in the situation of right now. I'm talking about let's just say they release Zach Wilson this offseason. Yeah. And maybe after seeing 17 games of uh, 17 games of Bryce Young, you're maybe not fully convinced that this is maybe the quarterback of the future. But Frank Frank Reich may see some things in Zach Wilson that he thinks with a little bit of coaching he may be able to fix. Frank Let's bring Reich him in here. His, Just, Frank Reich would lose his job. No, he would. Right now. No, he would. You pick Bryce Young over CJ Stroud, and then you're gonna look me now after one year and say I want to bring in Zach Wilson. Dog, you're getting fired. Okay. Get the fuck out my office. We ain't got nothing to talk about. Get Listen, out. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Yes, in the case of Zach Wilson, yes. But in Get the case out. of Daniel Jones, no. Daniel, Jones, Daniel Jones over Zach Wilson. Yes, I would take Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones is one of the 16 starting quarterbacks in this league. I'm I'm sticking with it. I, I would say middle of the pack. Yes, 16 to 20. 100. No, no, no. I'm, no, no, no. You're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying 32 teams in the league. Yep. Daniel Jones and the Giants are one of the teams. And on draft day, I don't think quarterback is where they really need to put their issues on. I don't That's think quarterback. Crazy. I don't think quarterback is the issue here. If they have a I think if you pick. put Daniel Jones, no, I've seen it. When you put him around a little bit of capable offensive line play that allows him to be able to run the ball, good wide receivers. I'm talking legitimate wide receivers. Stop taking these chances. Go out and either trade for a wide receiver one or go actually draft like a Marvin Marvin Harrison type wide receiver. Get bring those in. Maybe beef up both the offensive defensive line. Now you got a team that probably can win eight, nine, ten games. Daniel okay. Jones is not bad. Stick Here we go. With. So the Giants have the second overall pick right now. Keon Chicago Coleman, has, Marvin Harrison Jr. Chicago has the first overall pick. Let's say they get Marvin Harrison Jr. or they draft an offensive lineman. You telling me? Well, I'm kind of I'm not as high on Caleb Williams as someone. As Keon someone Coleman. If I'm the Giants, Keon Coleman, right then and there. Really? Keon Coleman. Yes. You don't need – that is where a lot of – yo, listening to fans will get GMs and front offices fired. Let me tell you Not something. We don't know what the fuck we talk about. We don't know what the fuck we talk about. To a degree, but I do know every time Daniel Jones I, no, I don't football, think it's to a degree. I don't think a, we know what we're a, there's, a, there's a turnover somewhere. There's a fumble on the way. You there can is. sell hope. You I can would, sell and hope. And I would say a lot of these front offices probably agree with us. You know, some of these guys were, were, were bust. But situationally, everybody everybody has the right decision in revisionist history. But situationally, in these positions, sometimes you understand why certain people were drafted at the capital they were. Yes, you can look back and say, "Yeah, I probably, I may have, I probably would have taken." Looking back at it, y'all probably take Patrick Mahomes. But in the Bears' mind, they were looking at the draft board, and they didn't. In their minds, they didn't have enough on Patrick Mahomes to really commit to what they thought would be the quarterback of their future. They they thought Mitch Trubisky had more aligned of what they had. Revisionist history, yes, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky was some ass. Patrick Mahomes, one of the all-time greats. Yes, it's easy to say that. The 49ers, looking back on it, they would probably go back and say, yo, there was a kid in that draft room in 04, 05, grew up lifelong 49ers fan. All he wanted to do was play for the 49ers. We took Alex Smith. He went to the Packers. We haven't won a Super Bowl. And how long that guy's got one? That guy's so at least you, got one. So, do you think, with that being said, that 2020 draft class has seemed to struggle? Like even Trevor Lawrence has struggled. Do you think teams wish they would have not drafted with the capital and got a rental 
Because yes. I am I am on the thought process that no, because you don't know when you're going to draft that high again. So if you're I, that high, I was never big on Zach Wilson. Never understood. He made that one throw at his pro day, and it was like, wow, that's amazing. But he played at BYU. But when you're a GM, it's easier to sell hope to fans with a rookie than signing some you know, middle-of-the-pack journeyman. Nah, I I think looking back on it, I think a few – I think teams – I think QB needy teams outside of Jacksonville are looking back on it, and I, I think – Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, actually, I might be I might be, I might be rethinking my, my answer the more I think about it. Actually, I do think you're right. I think outside of the, the Jaguars, I do think most of the teams in that 2020 draft class that needed a – quarterback i'm looking at you pittsburgh steelers i think i think they would look back on it and say i'd go back and i'd take a runnel i i definitely think that because i think when you look at last year's draft class with you know cj stroud bryce young some of these other guys and then this coming um uh, qb class next year with caleb drake may some of these other guys mm -hmm. i think if you're a team maybe like chicago bears maybe the new york jets or um the Pittsburgh Steelers, you may have just waited because I think the the beauty about the the vet QB rental is that if they really turn up, now it's a renaissance of their career. You can pay them a three year deal. Now you can build other spots. If they're bad, you have a one year rental. Get them up out of here, Kawhi Leonard. You're gone. Yeah, but that that costs people jobs, right? Again, like if you're a GM and you have the opportunity to draft a young quarterback as a GM, that buys you three years probably four as a GM you draft a veteran the team sucks they're in position to draft a quarterback what happens to a lot of GMs and they have high draft picks they get fired and they bring in a new regime they bring in a new coach bring in a new GM but what happens what happens on the flip side of that when you're the Indianapolis Colts you bring in Phillip Rivers y'all fuck around and go with 10 and 6 or 11 and 5 I mean they had to pay the bill eventually because the next year they were asked and now they have Anthony Richards Anthony Richardson, excuse me. Like the bill's going to come due with the rental. Here's the thing: like a veteran quarterback is available for a reason. The good ones never get away. Patrick Mahomes is not going to be a free agent ever in his career. Dak Prescott has never been a free agent, and he never will be. The good ones don't get away. There's a reason Carson just signed to the Rams. I'm glad you mentioned Dakota because have you noticed the 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 sentiment has changed around Dakota. This is this isn't on our our topics, but I'm glad you okay. said it because you brought it up, and I'm I'm noticing it. I've been noticing it probably for like the last month. The POV on Dakota Prescott, mad different. People are giving him his respects now. Yeah, Dak is not a bad quarterback. I he just piss, he just pisses his pants in big moments. Yeah. Did is is it he or is the team just hey who stepped out of bounds on the two point conversion against the Eagles? Who gave them a chance to even fucking score that shit? Yeah, but who who stepped out of bounds at the two point conversion? Because if he did not step out of bounds, it's a game tying field goal instead okay, of well, tell your six. tell your wide receiver to create separation or tell your running back to and offensive saying, line to get the yards. I'm just saying he what tried happened to in San Francisco. What happened in San Francisco last year? Short. Yeah, does Patrick step out of bounds before the goal line? 
I mean, does you know, Aaron Rodgers step out of the step out of bounds before the goal line? Dog, you want to talk about some plays Aaron Rodgers have made that I would, yo, Aaron Rodgers with a chance to go to the Super Bowl on the line would would rather try to force the ball into Devontae Adams than run it himself and maybe take a hard hit. I'm just Stop saying. It. Okay. Stop it. Do you think Jalen steps he has out of a bounds? bonehead play? Do you it, think Justin Herbert steps out of bounds? And I'm being very generous because you know how I feel about Jay Herbo. Uh oh. Oh, we here. Fuck what you talking about. <laughs> Akili. Akili, my dog. <laughs> What's up now? Listen, I think there is a I think there's a hate uh, uh, there's there's a hater. There's a bonehead play in every QB's repertoire. And and I'm glad Bam said it, but Tom Brady was a free agent. Tom Brady was a free agent by choice. Uh, we're speaking on rookies. How are you feeling about CJ Stroud? Love it. Let's pipe down on the MVP talk. I don't think we're there yet. He's been very impressive. He beat the Bengals. Game winning drive on the road. Definitely offensive rookie of the year. Definitely rookie of the year. We can even, we can go there, but MVP. Not yet. Based on the play of QBs around the league this year, yep. Why can't CJ Shroud have a have an argument to be in the MVP conversation? Yeah, uh, MVP. You got to have one of the best records in your division, in okay. your conference, not division. Excuse me. Conference. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go back and say, based on the play of QBs, because we know MVP is a QB award. Based on the play yes. of QBs around this league. Why can't C.J. Stroud be in consideration? I'm just not there yet. And maybe that's it, me. I, I just, all I'm saying is Mahomie ain't look like Mahomies. Josh Allen ain't look like Josh Allen. Burrow Lamar ain't burrowing. Lamar, Lamar Jackson's been balling. Two was Lamar been Jackson's balling. been balling, but that was a shaky game against uh, the Browns that might hurt his case a little bit because they had that game completely won. Two and the Dolphins can't beat anybody with a winning record. My man just went into a team that was in the AFC Championship game last year and beat them. And let's not forget Jalen. If you want to throw Jared Goff in there. Jalen what? Jalen Hurts. Whoa. Ain't no, no, no Jalen who. No, no. Chill no, out. I knew, you were, I knew you were talking about. I'm talking about like for what? MVP? Yeah, MVP. Dog Jake. See know. now 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 what now what has you Jalen has been balling on one leg and has the best record in the NFL. He beat the Dolphins, he beat the Cowboys. Okay, I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, I, I I mean, I guess in the in the con, in the context of talking about MVP, yeah, I guess I guess, but He's I, the odds on favorite today. He is. He's the odds on favorite today. Okay. And Bam, I'm with you. I'd rather give it to Tyler Oh, Bam, Kelly, now you're talking. Now we're talk. talking. So now we talk. that y'all rather give an MVP to a rookie quarterback over a non-QB. I would not. I I'm trying to. Tyreek Hill. Oh, Tyreek Hill or Miles Garrett. Or A.J. Brown. Yeah, let me ask you something. Yeah. Who do you think is having a better receiving year, C.D. Lamb or A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown. C.D. has had three great games. A.J. Brown had six games in a row over 125 yards. CD's had three straight three weeks, 10, of over 150. 10 receptions, 150, though. Let's let's AJ look at NFL do that. receiving yards. He had six weeks of he 125 six of or more. 
He had six for 150. CD no, no, just no. Did three CD has up. three of 150. AJ has six of 120. No, no, you're not hearing me. Yeah, you're not saying the same thing. AJ had six of 150. CD had three straight of 10 receptions and you 150 know what, You know what's crazy? Even with all that, AJ still has more yards than him. Tyreek has 1076. AJ has 1,005. CD has 975. So it took three okay. weeks of a Herculean okay. effort from CD okay. to be I mean, in the same stratosphere. I mean, it, Yes. And AJ was off last week. Yes. Well, and guess what? AJ still gets to play the Giants twice, too. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm just interesting. I'm just I'm just glad the conversation can finally be had now. And CD Lamb is is playing like CD Lamb. CD has Lamb he been paid yet? Receiver. CD Lamb got paid like two years ago. No, has yeah. he been paid? No. I think he got he may have gotten his he's up he got paid last year or he's up next. Yeah, if he if he if he's supposed to get paid this year, brother, he will get paid. Um, love that. Why we got why we got some 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 good folks in here? I want to hear your thoughts on what's going on in the college college football world, particularly as it relates to that team up north that some are some are calling those cheaters up north. Um. So last week, the Big Ten suspended Coach Harbaugh before the Penn State game. And they put out a press release, press release essentially saying, we don't have any firm evidence that he knew, but come on, big dog. We're not stupid. He knew. It's the, NCAA's, it's the NCAA's lack of institutional control. That's their favorite, right? When they don't have enough proof. They can always say, hey, this happened on your watch. You should have known. Here's your punishment. The funniest thing about this whole Jim Harbaugh thing is that there is a very good reality that the commissioner of the Big Ten has, is going to have to hand Jim Harbaugh the Big Ten championship trophy if they win the Big Ten championship. And that is what I am waiting for because that's going to be hilarious because that's who suspended him. Uh, do I think he should have been suspended? I don't care about this sign thing. People steal signs all the time. If you're not trying to steal signs, are you really trying? It's the fact of how bold that guy was sneaking on the other well, team's sidelines. I think it's bigger than the sign stealing. Sign stealing has always been a thing. But when you're sending people to games that you're not even playing in because you're trying to get signs like two, three, four weeks in the head, that, I, that's I assure you, I assure you other teams are doing the same thing. Okay. Like I have no doubt in my mind okay, that but, Ohio State is sending people to do the same thing, but those but, people aren't on the sidelines wearing the other team's gear. So when you get pulled over by the cops for speeding, do you tell the cops, yo, but he was speeding too? Yes. Okay. Well, you wanted them. And what does the cop tell you? The cops say, I caught you. Same thing, right? It's the same. I'm, I don't think this is as big a deal as what's being made out of it. I really don't care. Michigan's still good. Michigan's still we got we got to talk about old boy crying like Jim was in heaven oh. after that Penn State. We go, game. Let's finish this because I got jokes okay. on him too. Yeah, we got I jokes. Got I don't care. This, this is my care. thing. I think I, I'm with you. I don't. So here's here's why I was with you at first. I I I was with you at first, and then I heard somebody say something. That I thought. I can understand the other side of this. Yes, yeah, sign stealing doesn't mean anything. All teams do it. But what happens in a game where on 
I'm on offense and you're on defense and you know all my plays. Change your signs. Here's here's my biggest gripe about this whole like, thing. But if I don't know that you know, and I don't really know your signs like that, now we're talking about an unfair advantage. Because not all schools have the capital to send guys to all these different games. Now that's fair. I hear so you. now, so now this is some fuck shit. So, so now this is some fuck shit because when little HBCU come up in here and they ain't got the necessary, they don't have all the resources that they need well, to be able to to recruit and scout at which the level you recruit and scout, or maybe we just say scout, scout. Mm-hmm. Now you have an unfair advantage. I don't think they would put the resources into smaller to do that to smaller schools because the talent gap is so why, vast. So why are you at Central Michigan, big dog? He was he was trying to they were playing Michigan State, right? He was trying to steal Michigan State. He was State getting signed for both. I mean, yeah, I hear you. Here's my biggest thing. The Big and, Ten came down on and, Jim Harbaugh. And yo. How do I say this? Well, tell you, this to the players. Explain it to the players. I'm not talking about Michigan's players. Explain, explain what you're saying to players on the other team who who don't even know that don't who don't really know what's going on. They don't even know this cheating is going say, on. I would say, hey, there are levels to college football. There's a difference for playing at Central Michigan and playing at Michigan. But when you Central Michigan this. plays Michigan, Central Michigan got to go back and try to win their conference too. And they will after they get their ass beat by Michigan. Nah, bro, it's. Here, here's my only gripe. The Big Ten, the conference itself, has seemed to position itself as this high and mighty, we're going to take Michigan down for whatever reason. Most people don't like Harbaugh. What are you going to do for the next scandal, right? Like, what are you going to do if this happens to Ryan Day in Ohio State? Like, you have, you have to keep that same energy across the board, and that's where it's going to get interesting. This is my thing to the NCAA. You want to correct signs, stealing? Get rid of signs. Can't Why? <laughs> Because they why don't have the walkie-talkies in their helmets, do they? I don't think college no, teams why have walkie-talkies in twenty twenty-three don't don't you just put something in these players' helmets like the NFL? Well, that's very... Yo, can we talk about how the NCAA really doesn't do? Ooh. Can we talk about how the NCAA doesn't really do the best job of really developing pro football and basketball players to the next level? Here's here's my thing about helmet. I mean, microphones inside of college. Who's going to turn the mic off? Like the NFL has an entire staff that they have hired that they go to games and they work the system. So I think when the clock hits 10 seconds, the mic turns off. The coach can't talk to the player anymore. Who's going to pay for that on the NCAA side of the and house? That's where the, and that's where the resources thing comes in. So there's like a resources discrepancy. And that's right. why I think it's, it's So a, it's, it's going to have to come advantage. from the NCAA themselves. And you can't buy that. How many NCAA schools are there? Or why doesn't levels? it come from the institutions? Why, yo, you got X well, many number of home games. You have some, X some many number of home games, but you know how many home games you're going to have. Yo, dog, so when you have a home game, if you're going to use the wired in, well, you have to be able to provide it for your opponents too. If you can't, sign. Well, well, then if that's the case, then who's going to run, right? Like, you can't ask a, a Central Michigan. They might not have the resources to install those microphones. And do you trust the person? So say it's Michigan, right? Michigan has that on both sidelines. Who's running it for the opponent's sideline? Do you trust that Michigan is going to provide someone? If they'll send a guy to steal signs, what makes you think they won't send someone to sabotage the microphone system? Hell, y'all send all these people to do piss tests. Y'all send them same people to do the fucking communication. Let me tell you something. 
the more I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. And Michigan, in my opinion, y'all not even playing nobody tough enough for y'all to really be out here really trying to steal signs. You don't play anybody till you start playing Penn State. Before that, y'all y'all ain't doing nothing but playing your local high school teams in the Michigan Ann Arbor area. So if you ain't cheating, um, you ain't trying. Yeah, but like who you yo dog? Do you need why you need to cheat to beat Nebraska? Every advantage counts. I mean, but this this is on par for Jim Harbaugh, though, right? Doing the most. Like this is this is this is right on brand with Jim Harbaugh doing the absolute most. This and that's why he got say. suspended. And this is what I'm gonna say. The NCAA, they're not stupid. So Jim Harbaugh trying to tell the public, I ain't know, I ain't know, I ain't know. Hey yo, dog, now you lying. Now, now you now lying. you like slapping me in my face. Like you knew. But you gotta lie, because if you admit to it. That's it. You're done. Not only for the season, you probably lose your job. You got to lie. You got to yeah. lie. Some may say he might be losing his job regardless. Uh, he might yes. be leaving his job to go to the NFL, but I don't know if he's going to get fired go where? from his job. Who's going to hire him and where? Hey, man, I bet you didn't. Um, who's, who's getting fired? Bill Belichick getting fired. No. Who else getting fired this year? Bill Sean Belichick Dermot getting away. fired. No. Okay, the Patriots job is going to be open. The Bills job is going to be open. Let's see who else might be losing their job. The Giants job might be open. That one won't be open. The Bills job, I don't think, will be open. The Chargers job will be open. Chargers, maybe. maybe. Justin Herbert will retire. We'll, We'll see this. I'll tell you this, Michigan. Just know in two weeks. The fucking rent is due. Okay, now we the talking. The fucking rent is due. Because when OHIO come up there, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's Send them home. Pack it up. Boy, you got to worry about the college football playoff. Y'all ain't going to make it there. Don't even ain't worry about it. it Enjoy the cotton bowl. Enjoy that motherfucking cotton bowl. No, y'all going to be in the Rose Bowl this year? Because okay. Ohio State going to be in the playoff. They, Ohio State going to be in the playoff, baby. Okay, so you don't get the Rose Bowl. They don't get the Rose Bowl. Y'all not the, not every- the winner of the conference champion. Not the loser in the conference championship game, but Michigan. D- d- who do you think? Yeah, Michigan, because they're going to be the second. No, Michigan and Ohio State are in the same division. Oh. So yeah, whoever. And I'm, saying, and I'm saying Ohio State's going to win. That yeah. The team who loses that game, they'll put them in the, the mac and cheese bowl. And then they'll tell Michigan, yeah, y'all go ahead and go over to the Rose Bowl, big dog. Okay. Y'all go over to the Rose Bowl, big dog. Yeah, let's but. see who. Yeah, right now it's Iowa. So right now it would be Iowa and Ohio State. So wouldn't Iowa go to the Rose Bowl that they lost to Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship? No, nah, I think the committee is going to say we're not putting Iowa in the Rose Bowl. We're, okay. not, we're, like, we're not risking our ratings to put Iowa in the Rose Bowl. I'm no one sorry. wants to watch Iowa football. Yeah, like no one. So. Nobody. Uh, bam, what happened the last three years where y'all were still in their signs? <laughs> y'all were <was> still in their signs. <laughs> Uh, bam, I'm glad that you're here, though, because that means Achilles here, which means that it is time to talk a little fantasy football. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are in our quick hitter section, and we're going to start this off with a little fantasy talk. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before I really before I really get into it, I, I need I need I need my talking music. I, I need my I need my talking All right. music. All right, Dion. All right. Hold on. I, I just. Hey, somebody, somebody play my music. Akili, 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 come out here to the front. I got something to say to you. Listen, last week, 
you thought you was slick. Uh-oh. That shit that you was talking all up in our fantasy football league, you thought you was doing something. You thought you was going to come and take me down. You thought that that shit that you was talking up on these airwaves about me and my fantasy football team, even though we at the bottom of the standings, really meant something. Well, see, what you didn't know, but what you didn't know, I, God damn it, what you didn't know is that we talk. We got bulletin board material. <laughs> You was talking that shit. We seen that motherfucking painted Malcolm X fucking painting on your wall. We seen that. My man got SpongeBob, Malcolm X, Patrick, and fucking one punch man and one painting. We seen it. And you thought you was finna talk that way about our team? About the Las Vegas Horn Ducks? I don't care if we only had two wins. You thought you was finna come up in our house, take our food, take our women, and bend us over? The fuck is you talking about? Oh the no. The fuck is you talking about? <laughs> Respect the horned ducks. Respect us. I ain't gonna tell you again, Akili. I don't wanna hear nothing. You a loser. You cannot fuck with the Las Vegas Horned Ducks. That's on God. That's on Jehovah, Buddhist, Gouda, Cheese, all of them niggas. That's on all of them. Fuck is he talking about? What the fuck is he talking about? What the fuck is he talking about here? Yeah, people, last week Akili came up in here talking that shit. Talking all that shit. We played fantasy football. I beat his ass. Beat his ass by three. Beat his ass. Mm, yeah, you didn't win by three. You know what's funny? I won two, and now we're all five and five. Akili, I told you. Oh, no, we're no, two no. weeks away. Hold on. Hold on. Well, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Hold on. You're not playing. No, I don't need any music. All I'm saying oh, no. is. You got it. All I'm saying is. Last week, I said we are one week away from being in the same boat, and here we are, five and five. Five and five. Whole lot of five cash money was being talked on this pod last week, huh? And I I got a signature win. I beat the top dog in our league. You beat dude. I did that. You beat dude. You beat dude. I beat the top dog in the league. Shoot. We here. You beat Dalton Kincaid. Yeah. You laughed. Yeah. He here. Quentin Johnson. Yeah. You showed up. Yeah. Watch that fucking mouth, Akili. Watch that fucking mouth. I ain't going down. Watch that fucking mouth. Watch that fucking said, you got to drop Keaton Mitchell. He said, oh, that was fuck out of was... here. Let me tell you. <laughs> Keaton said, I gave you game. And now you talking shit. Let me tell you something. Keaton Mitchell and Devon A. Chain, that's going to be my running back tandem of the future. Give it about and two Keely years. Said, I gave you free game, yeah. and this is how you treat me. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly how I treat you. Exactly. <laughs> you ever watch Snowfall? Yeah. The downfall of Franklin Saint did not come from them drugs. They came from his own family. It'd be your own people's. Watch your fucking mouth about the horn frog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Keely, all oh, love. Man. All love, big dog. Can love. we talk about the, yeah, it's all love. Can we talk about the Superflex League? Dog. I have been in any other league on the planet. I'd be the one seed. I have dominated. I have scored a ton of points. But I'm in the hardest division. 
and I'm in fourth place. Can I? It is insane how competitive that league is. Can I be honest with you about my team in that league? We have no direction. What? We are some ass. <laughs> we are some ass. Like, dog, I, I, like, I'm the second highest scorer in that league, second to Jordan, who is in my division. It's tough. He's third. Yeah, it's tough. It's crazy. It's tough. It's a good league. Shout out Geno Smith. It's a good league. It's it's, it's a good league. Um, listen, my our my redraft. That's all I'm gonna say. In my redraft league, I don't even want to talk about that shit, dog. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I built my team around you, so I knew coming into this year that my highs would be your highs and your lows would be my team's downfall. But dog. You could not have told me week one when I drafted well when I drafted Josh Allen that there would come a week where I look at my team and say I should have started Baker Mayfield over Josh Allen. That's a sick world we live in. Oh, it's a very sick world. It's I'm sick, sick to my stomach. It's, man. I'm extremely sick to my stomach because the QB position now I have to look at Josh Allen and I have to wonder is he a weekly start every week? Because I can't keep doing this type of shit, bro. I'm so sick of that league, dog. I built my whole roster around Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley. Ooh. One's injured and one's on a bad offense. Yeah, I can see why you you down there. We in the the gutter. Yeah. But I'm in another league. You're not in this league. This is a work league with some ex-colleagues. Dog, I am 9-1. and I'm beating the piss out of them every week. So here's my thing. I'm sorry. I'm 8-2. and Can I be honest with you about fantasy? Talk to me. Last year... Okay, so historically, I like to do, you know, like many people, I like to do many leagues. And historically, it's never, it's it's the teams with the best record that when it comes to the playoffs, my confidence in them, I'm not going to say it dwindles, but I, I feel like the time is coming. You know what I mean? Because you know, in fantasy, when you're riding high and your team's cooking, your team's cooking. But on the flip side of that, you know, when is the cliff? Where's the where is the edge I, and when's the cliff? And can I add to that? Go ahead. If y'all let me into these playoffs and I win this dynasty league two years in a row, it's gonna be a problem. Funny thing is, after a number of upsets in this in, in our dynasty league last year, nobody is out of the playoff hunt, and everybody can technically still make the playoffs. If y'all let me into these playoffs and I go on another run and win, oh, it's going to be unbearable. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, in in my league, we haven't even we haven't even discussed. But someone's face on. We haven't even discussed the playoffs. We we haven't discussed the playoffs. We're just taking it one game at a time. We have three wins, but if we win. If we we have a few winnable games, well, I don't want to say winnable. We have a few games that I think we can win. If we win one or two of them, we might be on something. Y'all better not let me win this league twice. I'm gonna cook every person except Kyle and Gator J. They have been very kind. Everybody else, D, you have been kind too. Everybody else, we cooking. I want to make the playoffs in all honesty because it would then make whoever has my first round picks. They're they're going to be so mad. They're going to be so because it's a waste of well, it's not gonna say a waste of a pick, but you well, you if you have my first round pick, you probably aren't gonna get the first overall pick anyway. So, 
Because you got to win the consolation league. So, all I know is uh, somebody's on a four game losing streak. Mm. Do you care to name names? No, nah, I don't know if I should name any names, but his name rhymes with yam. It is Thanksgiving and yams are around the corner. Bam. Get it together. Get it together. I'm watching your team, Bam. You know I'm watching oh, your team. Speaking of Thanksgiving, this is a friendly reminder. Take that turkey out of the freezer tomorrow. Why tomorrow? It has to unthaw. It takes a very long time for turkeys to unthaw. Two weeks. The problem is Thanksgiving is next Thursday. Oh. It's eight days. It's nine days away from tonight. It'll be eight days tomorrow. Oh, wow. I don't know. I'm probably spending Thanksgiving alone. I don't even know when the day is. My days are all mixed. Um, Chandler Cost Constantino. Constantino. Sorry if I butchered your name, brother. He asked this: Trade Justin Fields, uh, James Conner, Mike Evans for Josh Allen and DeAndre Swift. Six point passing TD PPR league. Josh ain't passing a whole bunch of touchdowns, but he's passing more than Justin Fields, I suppose. Allen's ceiling is higher. Allen's ceiling is higher. So I think it's, what do you think of the complimentary pieces? James Conner, Mike Evans, or DeAndre Swift? I'm very biased. I think that now that Cam Jurgens is back, the Eagles are going to focus on running the ball more. I think DeAndre Swift is going to get more carries. I think you, we're closer, we're to the point where we're going to see DeAndre from weeks two and three compared to what we have seen because the Eagles' right guard has really struggled, which has affected their zone blocking scheme and how they run the ball. Cam Jurgens is back from IR. At the same time, the Eagles have a tough five-game stretch. I think they're going to try to lean on Jalen more. And also, is Jalen healthy? If you think Jalen is healthy, full disclosure, I don't think he's going to be healthy for the rest of the year. But if Jalen is healthy and Cam Jurgens is back, that Eagles run offense is going to look very similar to what you saw against the Vikings. So you're saying Josh Allen and DeAndre Swift side? I like that side, but that's feel? a whole lot of that's a whole lot of that's if 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 you think Jalen is healthy, and I think Cam Jurgens makes that much of a difference at guard. But if Jalen isn't healthy, that really takes a lot of the Eagles' running game because it's a lot of zone read. It's a lot of Jalen's threat to run the ball. I would, but I would all I would also say, I would I would also say the fact that it's six point passing TDs. I would I lean Josh Allen because I trust Josh Allen. Josh Allen has the better receivers. Yes. So Josh more, Allen is more likely to go off and be more consistent yeah. than Justin. So Chandler, 100%. I would I would lean on the side of Josh Allen, DeAndre Swift, and uh it sounds like Keely agrees there yeah. too. He says Allen uh and Swift six point um six point passing a huge factor here. And Connor really might only play a handful of games. That's true. James Connor is just recently come back from a knee injury. So can I can see if the Cardinals get into a place where they're clearly not going to be any be able to do anything, they, they might shut them down. So um Speaking of shutting some shit down, let's 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 wrap this up with a little NBA talk. Let's do it. The Clippers are winless with James Harden. What is your thoughts there? Hilarious. The grass is not green on the we, other side. When do we hear about the locker room scuffle? Because it's coming. Like violence is on the horizon. Ooh, but okay, okay. I, I I love this game. You tell me right now who crypto is going to call a police presence on in that locker room. <laughs> I want to say. Terrence Mann versus James Harden. Terrence is going to put his hands on James Harden. Terrence Mann? Terrence Mann. Because Terrence, Terrence is the person Harden is replacing. Terrence
parents is very productive. And now we've added this guy who has done nothing and we keep losing. Terrence might say, hey, why is this man taking my spot? That's funny. Or the second one, and this is not advantageous to the aggressor, Zubak versus Kawhi, because Kawhi be talking real reckless to Zubak. Really? There's I saw a clip on Twitter. Um, apparently Zubak wasn't posting up and Kawhi was just like lighting him up. Dog, let me tell you something. I don't know where Zubak is from, but I'm assuming with that last name, he is from a place where it gets below freezing. And people from those kind of places do not like being spoken to any kind of way, no matter who you are. They 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 might call you a word that rhymes with jigga. I didn't say all that. I just know people from places where the temperatures reach below freezing, <laughs> below zero, do not like to be spoken to in a certain way. And if you were out of pocket, they will not hesitate to remind you of, hey, I came from a place that gets below zero. That's so funny that you would mention that because <clears throat> my first guess was uh, Marcus Morris and potentially uh, Terrence Mann. That's who I saw. That That's the scuffle. I, I forgot Morris is on the team. I think he's a little longer than two. I don't think he's looking for violence in the same no, way. I feel like what might happen it. is he might be cool with like a, a James Harden and Terrence Mann might come crazy and he might like Marcus Morris might be like, yo, bro, like, you know, we can figure this shit out. Nah, man, fuck, yeah. fuck this bitch ass, yada, yada, yada. Like, oh, I'll oh, raise got to that. Oh, I got. So what's up with you? You trying to you trying to take up for him? We losing. Hey, now, 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 it shifts from uh, uh, about our hardness. issue. now I got an issue with you. I'll say I'll take it a step further. Instead of Marcus Morris, PJ Tucker, because PJ Tucker and James are friends. Like they are friends. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I got you that. <laughs> Nah, James, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yo, dog. Hold on. Hold on, brother. <laughs> Jamal Murray's out at least a month, but the Nuggets are still the one seed. You got any worries there? Nope. No worries at all. Still the Nikola Jokic is still there. And he's still the best player in basketball. He's, he's really, really good. He is really, really He good. is putting up insane. Like, he is putting up insane numbers right hey, now. Hey, again. Sir, I think he's shooting like 60% from the field. What? I know. I know I started this pod off with maybe a little bit of Nuggets Lander, but I do think the Nuggets do have a team that I think fans should be really excited about. Like, from an objective standpoint, they are really, really well coached and like they really good team. I just, Nuggets fans, act like y'all won something before, bro. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all. I told, I, I told, I'm telling Nuggets fans, y'all sound like Eagles fans pre 2017. Y'all, y'all, y'all just, y'all are like, chill out. Nah, cause y'all were terrible. Like, y'all won that chip and y'all just act like, y'all ain't never won nothing. Like, yo, dog, y'all won it. Good. Shut this. Like, y'all, y'all are not the underdog. Matter of fact, y'all were the clear number one seed. That there's no underdog story there. You won your chip, celebrate it and live it. Like, talk that type shit. Talk, you know what I mean? But maybe that maybe that comes to winning because you see certain organizations when they when you get accustomed to winning, now your attitude shifts. Okay. T tell me I'm wrong. Go back and look at uh Steph's first ring versus his fourth. Go back and look at Braun's first ring versus his fourth. Go back and look at Kobe's first ring versus his fifth. Jordan's first versus his sixth. There are still a lot of jubilation about them winning, but there's a different aura about the fact that they won. I'll keep that in mind. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, just saying. Dame and Giannis, the connection has been questionable. Thoughts? 
Akili, and I just wanted to let you know, I, I, I'd, I'd be hating on Jokic, but I've always recognized he's a really, really good player. I just don't like his fans. And, and Akili, and this might be aimed at me, my biggest gripe about Jokic was he was the Vorp dork's hero, but he had never won. Not only did he win, but the Nuggets dominated through the playoffs. It wasn't sure. close. Like there, really, there really wasn't a question from whistle to whistle. 16 games. All right. they, 16, they, they, won it. They, they, wrap, they wrap this up really quickly. That earns a different level of respect. Are you worried about the Bucks? Not yet, but who, buddy? Maybe having a defensive-minded guard beside Giannis wasn't the worst thing on earth. Maybe you didn't need an upgrade because he sure looks great in Boston right now. Listen, this is this is this is what I'm gonna say. <clears throat> you can't waste many Giannis 50 point games and lose. And here's another thing. This is what you wanted. This is you wanted the bright lights. They don't get much brighter than they do in Portland with arguably the second best player in the league. You gotta do something. And 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 he might. And it's, you know what it feels like? It feels like he's still mourning the fact that he didn't get to go to Miami. It could be. I mean, it, it could be. Yo, let this be a lesson to all y'all NBA players who are unhappy. Don't let the world know where you really want to go. Nope. Let's talk about a team that looks dangerous. The Dallas Mavericks. Who? It's I'm, funny because they're down 15 not, right now. 16. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were going to be a complete joke this season. I think maybe you were a little more optimistic, but very, but very had a lot of questions. Yes. Tell me your thoughts on this Mavs team so far. I am getting excited about this team. The only issue with the Mavericks is these slow starts. Like right now, they are down 54 to 70 to the Pelicans at halftime. And this has been a theme with the Mavericks. They were down to Charlotte, they were down to Orlando. And then they come out in the second half. And just snowball. And next thing you know, the Mavericks have 130 points. Need to be better in the first half. Luca's usage rate is down. I've been preaching about Luca's usage rate for years. And I feel like when it comes playoff time, he's worn out. Now that Kyrie is back and healthy, Luca's usage rate is down. Derek Lively is ahead of schedule in regards to being a defensive-minded center. He's doing great. Tim Hardaway coming off the bench is giving us 15-20 at night. I still think if Tim Hardaway plays like this, you try to see if you can trade his production for a defensive-minded wing. Uh, maybe uh, Pascal Siakam, that is a stretch because it's going to take more than Tim Hardaway Jr. to get Pascal Siakam. But that's the kind – maybe a DeAndre Hunter. Uh, looks like Chicago might be having some sort of fire sale. So maybe you call and say, hey, what's Alex Crusoe doing? What You're not going to get Zach Levine. You're not going to get DeMar DeRozan. But maybe you can pull Alex Caruso. Maybe you can get Andre Drummond for some extra uh, front court depth. I'm starting to get excited about this team, but they've had a really easy schedule. There's a stretch coming up. I think they have like the Bucks. Like they played the Nuggets. They lost to the Nuggets, but they were down. They were down big, and they mustered to come back to make it respectable against slow starts and then coming back on strong. I, I need to see them play. The Nuggets. I mean, they beat the. They dropped 144 on the Clippers. Mm -hmm. That's one of their losses since James has gotten there. I need to see them play like the Lakers. I need to see them play top teams. Yeah, and play well against them before I get really excited. Do you? <clears throat> do you think? 
kind of going off your point about the Nuggets and the Mavericks, do you do, did you see that same dominance from the Nuggets versus the Mavericks that you've seen versus other teams? In the beginning. And then in the second half, the Mavericks, like something about the second half, the Mavericks kicked into gear. I will say, Luka, numbers-wise, is one of the best defenders, on-ball defenders in the NBA so far this year. That's, really, that's, that's impressive. Look at Luka stepping up on the defensive end. Listen, man, when it comes to the Lakers, um, we're just when I look, they're just so five hundred. They're so hot and cold, and I'm not really how we win the game where LeBron's not playing, but the game before that, when he's playing, we lose. Here's the thing about the Lakers, and I think we always need to remember this about any LeBron James team, especially at this stage of his career. It's a marathon. It is it is 100% a marathon and LeBron doesn't turn it on until Christmas. Like he'll he start this he starts the season off cuz you know he's full of energy. There's a lull, Thanksgiving, Christmas he turns it on a little bit and then after the All-Star break you that's when Braun really turns it on. Yeah. So but like we have the go- added in-season tournament this year which I don't think I don't think they're going to take it seriously, and they should. But no, they kind of. Like, but, but the thing is, they have to because should? these are these are regular season games, so these aren't yeah. games. But they don't have as much meat. Would you rather have lose when, these like, games this, now? But, but these are games that like <laughs> these are games that are ultimately going to help determine like where you kind of end up in the rankings. Does that matter to you if you're a Lakers fan? Like, here's the thing. If you're a Lakers fan, you do not want to go to Vegas for the in-season tournament. Those are unnecessary games that LeBron is participating. Those in. are re- those are regular season games. No, the there are extra games. The, the the one in Vegas, the bracket, it's only like six teams. Like the final 18. six teams go to Vegas yeah, so or eight teams and play two or three extra games. Okay, those one or two games. Yeah, you might ex- you might that matters one, on one the- extra game, one or two extra games. Third for thirty-eight year old LeBron. We're talking about professional. Basketball. It matters. We're talking about professional. It matters, man. Brother, they're they're going to at least get like at least a week off. Like we're talking about professional basketball. Like, come on, we're talking about we professional are. basketball players here. We are, we are, and I agree. I'm just saying, 38 year old LeBron. I'm not. I am not buying that there are going to be NBA teams that know these games, like that know these group stage games are count towards regular season games that take off mm-hmm. these regular season games to then go just because they don't want to have to potentially play an extra game or two that's silly you just rather play the extra you'd rather just play the play the group stage games like you are like the regular season games and if you make it to the tournament then you figure it out from there i think the in-season tournament is going to benefit teams that know they aren't good or teams that have a lot of young players we we talked about this right it's going to be an opportunity to see your team in a playoff like atmosphere but that and i think that's going to benefit like the rockets and the spurs things don't care but so so here's my thing in order to get to that stage you have to win games yeah so like they're like we're, so so now i'm talking like there are there are eight teams that make it to vegas but you have to assume, yeah but you have yeah there are eight teams that make it to vegas here's here's my thing so now, do you think if like, it's a rest night for lebron and it's an in-season tournament game. They were like, oh, Brian, you got to play. This is this is for the in-season tournament. No. They're going to say LeBron. Or if AD is like, huh, I'm at 80%. You think, like, all right, AD, tonight, you know, you're playing whoever. This is an in-season. I don't we think need you to kind of ramp up. I don't, and these group stage games, again, I'm mostly talking about these group stage games because those. Yeah, me too. These group stage games are just, they're looking at them as regular season, regular games, regular November games that count to 
their in-season games. So I think they approach them the same way they do regular season games. It's just once they figure out, hey, like, like, hey, we actually made we actually made it out of the group stage. Now we're actually going to have to go to Vegas. That's when I think there there may be some combos of you know what what this looks like. But even then, you ask the players, yo, they're going to just want to play. They're going to want to play because now you're adding a new challenge. And you have to think, you have to remember, these are professional athletes. So when you give them something new and tangible that they could win, they're going to get up for it. They're, they're going to get up for it. And on your point on, like, younger players, again, you have to remember, in my opinion, the eight teams will be filled with the top, be the top six teams in the league, plus two teams who are who played really well in the group stage round. So it could be like a young team that kind of find their strength that found their stride on the Wednesdays and Fridays, or it could be a bad team who just so happened to randomly win their games on Wednesdays and Fridays. And now they're out of the group stage, but there will be six team. There will be six teams. No, there will at least be four teams in there. That will be the cream of the crop. I expect the bucks to be there. I expect the Celtics to be there. I expect the Sixers to be there. I expect the nuggets to be there. Truthfully, I'm expecting the Mavs to be there and hopefully the Lakers can be there. And what's and my question to you is what good is winning the end season tournament if you don't win the NBA championship? Well, there's only one. What's the point of playing 82 games if you don't win the NBA championship? I'm just saying, you know, you you know NBA these jokes win. gonna fly if the Nuggets win the end season tournament and then turn around and lose. Let's say Phoenix doesn't make the end season tournament and they lose well, to Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals. Oh well, yeah. Well, I I think I think in that case. Person, who gives a fuck what the couch point guard got to say or what Skip oh, Bayless got to say? In my fair. opinion, that's like, like, and I was I was kind of trying to convey this early when I was ar- having an argument with someone, but I I realized that not every sports fan thinks like this. Like, there are some sports fans out there that really think we as fans really have an impact on this on like the outcome of games or matches and like sport and like professional sports and. We don't like we 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 do not like we we as like we as 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 consumers of this uh, of this product are just that consumers. We have yeah. no out. We have no out. No, we none of nothing that we do affects the outcome of this game. So I just I've always thought that that's funny that the, that there are really people out there who really think that yes, they may feed off the energy of the crowd, but. Okay, here's my thing. I think this is a legitimate argument. If we as fans made as big of a difference as a lot of people out here like to think, then wouldn't you think every home team across every sport would always win their games? Right? With that same logic, no home team would ever lose any sporting event ever. Why? Because you would then just feed off the then crowd that's then inspiring you to win. Now, what do we see happen, particularly in, in, in college sports? The crowd environment, they do really feed off that and it could it could fuel the players. But I've also seen good teams go into good stadiums and kick somebody's ass in that team. I mean in that team stadium. And I've seen bad teams come to good team stadiums and kick a good and kick a good team's ass in their stadium. What so what do you say? You know what I'm saying? I don't I, I Maybe it's the realist in me, or maybe I have some real, like real detachment issues. Maybe I'm jaded. I don't. 
I thought I was a delusional sports fan, and then I realized, no, there are people who are really, like, really, really more delusional than I am about my sports teams. Like, there are some Bengals fans out here, or Ravens fans out here, or Seahawks fans out here that really think they're on the path to championship glory. And I'm excited to brush your bubble. No, it's not to really go ahead. That's all I got. Oh, you were saying to bust my bubble? No, it doesn't really. I mean, again, I, I, I just think. I think I'm a little jaded. Maybe it's because I've been a Packers fan. And so like there have been some years where I really thought that they like they were the team to beat. A lot of 13 and three years, a lot of 12 and four years, a lot of 11 and five years. And you're thinking this is the team that's going to win the Super Bowl or this is the team that's going to win it all. And then um, they, they end up getting beat by a lesser team or your team loses to a team that never scores an offensive touchdown. And then you're just like wondering like, yo dog, there's nothing we could have done. They were just a better team. That's my rant. That That's my rant. I don't know. That's, that's my rant. Danny, anything else where we get up out of here? Uh, hopefully the Mavericks can follow suit and win another game in new Orleans. Listen, people make sure you follow the pod at speak on it. Underscore pod on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube, on TikTok. Make sure you follow myself and Danny, my my Insta and all my other socials, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Los Demix, that's L-O-S-D-E-E-M-I-X. Before I give it or pass it to Danny, Akili, watch how you speak on the Horn Ducks. That's our new sound. That's my new team. That's now. hilarious. Find me on the next app. I want you to know, Akili, that's the clip, too. That is the social clip. That, that's, that, that's definitely the social clip. There's nothing else that fits. Um, Find me on the next app, Danny Ocean 41. Again, follow us, speak on an underscore pod. X, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm about to sneeze. Oh, bless you. Oh, we saved it. Uh, remember, send us emails. Speak on a pod 14 at gmail.com. Um, we will be here next week. We will be here next week. And guess who I play next week, week 11? Who? Bam. Oh, Bam. He's saying, he's saying barbecue chicken. Now, Bam, I remember that week two loss. I lost by only five points. So don't act like you know what I mean. We coming for that ass. Pause. And on that note. Yo, bam. Before I play you next week, just make sure that you're in a car where you could actually stretch all the way out in. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate your support. I can't believe you just said that. Y'all have a good night.